Hey, product people, welcome to the Product to Profit podcast. We're pulling back the curtain on what it's really like to scale a product-based business profitably and getting into the mindset of a seasoned buyer. I'm your coach, Kristen Fisher, a former corporate retail buyer with over 15 years of experience working for some major brands that you would definitely know, turned six-figure e-commerce store owner of my own gifting brand, Boku, and a retail strategy coach for product-based business owners, just like yourself. Inside this podcast, I have honest conversations about what's going on inside of my own business. And I'm also sharing insights to help you get inside the mindset of a buyer to start applying big retail strategies to your own small retail business. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I was literally just thinking I always say that at the beginning for whatever reason. It's just the thing I've started saying. And I really like saying it. And you know why? It's because I actually kind of feel like a podcaster now. And I know that that probably sounds really cheesy and lame because it is. But I actually feel like I'm owning this new side of me. And I love it. When I did the pop-up podcast in Q4, kind of taking you through what I was going through real time in Q4, it was an experiment. And I was like, I really want to do a podcast, but I don't know if I have the capacity. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I have literally no idea what I'm doing. And no one will probably listen to it, which is cool. If they don't, that's okay. But like people actually listened to it and gave me good feedback and I really enjoyed it. So when I came back to do it more legitimately this year, Even at first, I was like nervous to interview people and then I just love it so much. So anyways, I'm on a tangent. I just wanted to say, I like saying welcome back to the podcast. So here we are. I am excited for this episode. I decided to do a four-part series, kind of like a mini summer series, taking you behind the scenes, kind of step-by-step of what I do in my own business and my life in the summer to prepare for holiday. So the reason that this kind of came about, so a couple of weeks ago, I actually posted on my Instagram stories that I'm trying to actually intentionally enjoy my summer, which I know is so sad that I even have to say that, but honestly, I'm trying to actually enjoy my summer. I don't know at what point along the way in my adult life that I stopped enjoying summers, but I think particularly last year was such a wake-up call for me. It was kind of the second year in a row that that happened, but really last year it hit me hard that I just hustled and hustled and hustled the entire year. I was relentless in my pursuit of scaling, (laughs) and I think it was to my detriment a little bit, No, I don't think. I know that it was detrimental to me because by the time September and even the beginning of October rolled around, I was exhausted and I was just starting the holiday season, which is like prime time, right? And I was so tired and drained. And I think that that's partly why the podcast lit me up so much because it was a creative outlet. It was a fun challenge and it was an exciting thing to try, but I was super burnt out. And it's really because I didn't follow my own advice and the thing that I knew I should have done. So I'm going to talk about, it's not only what I do, but it's also the space I'm creating for myself in the summer. So I'm going to talk through that the next couple of weeks. Um, But the reason that I got really excited about the idea of doing this little series is because when I posted that story, I could not believe the number of you that DM'd me or like commented or 
like voted on the polls, that you have this same thing, that you also are experiencing this in your own life and your own business journey, and that you feel like you don't have fun in the summer. So I thought it could just be something to just share with you what I'm going to do. And, you know, hopefully it'll help inspire you to do the same. And also maybe you can DM me and share with me what you're doing, because clearly I need the help. Okay, but before I actually dive fully into this episode, I want to pause and just make sure I talk to you about the Fair Secrets Masterclass that I have coming up for you on July 6th. Sometimes I forget to talk about the thing that I wanted to share with you. And so I made a note for myself on a little post-it here to make sure I talk about this at the top of the episode, because this is something you've actually been asking me for. And I want to just make sure that you know about it and you know what's going to happen. So July 6th, it's going to be a 90 minute masterclass. I'm going to really dig in and share with you how you can leverage the FAIR platform to basically rise above the competition. I know there's a sea of brands on FAIR and FAIR is not the only way to grow your wholesale business, but it has become a really important part. And so if you are on FAIR, there are some things you can do to make sure you're optimizing your page, standing out to buyers, and really just nurturing that platform so that you can get the most out of it. So not only am I going to be sharing just my buyer's perspective, but I'm also a FAIR partner and I've worked with the brand success team at FAIR. So you're getting my perspective, but also the knowledge that I've learned to really pass you all the insights. The best part of this that I am so pumped about is that I'm going to do live fair audits. So I'm going to actually audit your page, give you feedback, answer any questions that you have about your business on fair and ways that you can grow. We can brainstorm real time and it's right before the summer market for fair. So the timing is really perfect. The links in the bio, or I'm sorry, not the bio, but the link is in the show notes. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm leaving that in here. The link is in the show notes. So you can grab that if you're interested. Okay. Now let's dig into the episode. I want to talk today about seasons in your business and how you can be really intentional with them. So seasons can mean a lot of things. In life, seasons can mean things like growth or love or heartbreak or grief. Um, There are transitional seasons in your business. Aging is a season, you know, as you're aging into you know, different seasons, <laughs> decades, I'm approaching 40 in two years, so or like a year and a half, actually. So yikes, motherhood, for those of you that are moms, and just that the seasons that you're in from the fertility and conception stages, I am have been in a f- fertility struggle for a couple of years. And so that is a season. And hopefully when I, you know, can conceive and go through that, that will be a new season for me. So there's so many seasons in your life. Okay, and the same thing happens in your business, you have have seasons, and it can mean a lot of things. Some examples of that would be seasons of learning. And whether that's, you know, you're working with a coach, or you're trying to do a new thing like break into wholesale, or you're launching on fair, and you're learning about that, you know, there are learning seasons, and then there are implementation seasons where you're just head down implementing the things that you just learned in your previous season, or there are seasons of growth, whether that's scaling or even growth as a leader, growth can mean a lot of things, right? And also seasons where your business just sucks and like it's not good and you can't figure it out and it feels really hard and you're just 
down and can't get yourself out of it, whether it's emotionally or just the numbers on the screen, you know, there's ups and downs, which is really a peak in a valley. Those times in your business and those times in your life, I think really require grace and compassion for yourself. And that is so much easier for me to sit here and say behind a mic than to actually implement. And really, it's really about allowing yourself the space to be present in those seasons and not be so caught up on or caught up in, I should say, the what should you be doing. It's really owning that season that you're in and giving yourself grace to sit in that season. So what I want to talk about specifically today are the seasons in your business, but related to more specifically the peaks and valleys that you have with your sales. Now, I'm not really talking about those isolated moments in time for your sales where an example would be where you'd say, okay, last week my sales were amazing, but this week they're awful and I don't know why. Or last month my sales were awesome, this month they're not, what type of promo can I bake in or what extra email can I send out or, you know, it's I'm not talking about those moments in time that we experience where your business is up and down, which I think a lot of us have experienced this year in particular. Well, really the last couple of years, let's be honest. This year though, I think we all were like, this is going to be the year that we get back on track. And it's like, just kidding. It's actually still a hot mess. So I'm not talking about that. So for example, this would be for me, for Boku, I'm a gift box business. Obviously, there are times in my business that are amazing, like the Christmas time period or Mother's Day, but there are then times that are not great because around the 4th of July, that's not really a gifting holiday. People's mindset is on getting, you know, those cheap basic Uh, apparel items like basic tees and your kind of like staples in your wardrobe or swimwear is always on sale or things like that, that are really more the focus for people, not necessarily sending a gift. So that's a peak is Mother's Day or holiday. And then a valley would be July. Every year, July is brutal. So that's kind of my own business, obviously. So you probably have immediate thoughts in your brain on, okay, I know that these are peaks and valleys in my own business, just kind of, you know, to the top of your head. As you become more fluent with the financial planning in your business, you start forecasting. And this is where those predictable trends come into play. So you have your bookkeeping. You, I think that that's kind of the first step in getting confident with your finances. A lot of you also really enjoyed episode 26 with Lorianne about confidence with your finances, re- specifically related to bookkeeping. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that episode because it was a really good one. But bookkeeping is just like a foundational thing that you have to be doing in your business to start seeing if you become profitable. Then you want to implement cash flow reports reports so that you can see what's happening with your actual cash because there's cash going in and cash coming out. And it's not always what you have in your bank isn't always what you really have, right? So cash flow planning becomes really important. And then your sales and inventory planning becomes even more important. And that just kind of ties into forecasting in your business and projecting out the future state of your business, what you can expect in 30, 60, 90 days, even six months from now or a year from now, you can start to really plan out trends just like they do in corporate retail. You can do this in your own business to feel really confident about what's coming ahead. So I talked about Boku. I think another example could be 
a candle company, those cozy seasons are obviously really huge or the transition of seasons, but particularly the cozy ones like the fall candles, everybody goes wild for pumpkin and spice candles and apple candles. And spring, those like transitional months when people are spring cleaning their houses and opening up the windows, you want that fresh scent in your house. So those are a couple of time periods that are obviously really big in a candle business. But maybe you don't see those peaks happening in the summer months. So sometimes those peaks and valleys tie back to literal seasons. I think a lot of times they do. Other times they tie back to maybe when you have an annual sale or something where you repeatedly have kind of trained your customers to shop from you or you've created momentum where you always have a a launch at a certain time period or something that you've kind of created in your own business. But whenever it is, you probably have some ideas of when those actual seasons happen in your business. So you've got the peaks where you know sales pulse up, but then you have the valleys where they are maybe not so great, but you can kind of predict when that's going to happen because you just know that there are ups and downs in your business that are going to be there and they are going to impact your workflow, your cash flow, and even the flow of your inventory. So I want to just talk about how you can be really intentional with your time and your capacity during those seasons in your business. So in those peak, really busy seasons, it is okay to embrace the hustle, right? Like I'm not a fan of the hustle culture. I think that that has gotten us into a not great place just as a society, but I also think that it is necessary to hustle when you own your own business. But here's where you can get in trouble is when you're hustling all the time and you're never taking your foot off the gas. So I think the key to being a really successful business owner and more specifically a leader, which I think is a really important kind of mindset shift. Yes, we are all small business owners, but we're also leaders in our business. And the more you start to have that leader hat on and think about, okay, here's a time when I'm going to hustle and here are times whenever I'm going to maybe pull back or delegate. That's whenever you start to see that growth and kind of stepping into that role of next level success when your mindset is there. So it's okay to hustle in those peak seasons and really think about how that impacts your personal life. Because when you know those peak seasons are coming, you can be a little bit more strategic about looking ahead at that. So that's something I'm going to talk about in the summer series and the upcoming episodes, what I do to prepare for a peak season. And in the slow season, on the flip side, it's okay to embrace it. So you obviously still need to bring in sales. So you need to have a plan for how you're still going to be promoting your business and bringing in sales. But by forecasting and knowing that you have a slow season coming down the pipeline because you have one every year around the same time, you know, your sales are going to dip. So you can forecast that and you can start to reserve some money in the bank. If you do profit first, this is a great way to manage your cash flow. Even if you don't do profit first, you can reserve money in those peak seasons for your slow period. So if you are not able to hit the goal that you have in place, because maybe your slow season is slower than you planned, you still have cash in the bank to be able to float your business and pay your bills and cover yourself because you have reserved some of your profit 
right? You didn't spend every dollar that you got. You set it aside, you restrained yourself, and you were able to go into that slow season a little bit more confidently. Because I see this consistently with clients that I work with one-on-one. And admittedly, I have done it myself. Even though I know better, I've done it myself. Where I spend that entire slow period that I know is going to be slow, freaking out about it. And spinning my wheels, trying to rub two flipping pennies together. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, it's going to be slow. So plan for it and be really intentional about it. Because once you start to get a little bit more confident with knowing when those periods are going to happen, it's when it expands you and you get a lot of growth and you actually move the needle in your business. And I'm talking about this because truly I have a really hard time with this. And year after year, I've continued to work on it, especially since I retired myself from my corporate role and I went full time with Boku and now Boku and coaching. (laughs) I've had a really hard time with allowing myself to rest. You know, even though I, like I said, I've known that those slow seasons are coming. I still have this pressure that I put on myself. No one else is putting this pressure on me, but me. And I have this pressure to see growth, see growth, see growth all the time. And if I'm not seeing growth, then what am I even doing? Why do I have this business? The like negative self-talk spiral that I think every single person listening to this, no matter how emotionally sound you are, (laughs) we all have that. Unfortunately, Um, it's just part of the roller coaster of owning a business. But, you know, I, I think that by this year, me, I don't even want to say I'm holding myself accountable. That's what it is. I'm holding myself accountable to my own advice and taking this and saying it out loud on Instagram and now in a more permanent place like my podcast, um, I am speaking it into existence. I'm holding myself accountable and I'm saying, okay, you're going to be more strategic and more intentional with your time this summer because you know better and you do not want to feel this October the way you felt last October because there's so much potential and opportunity in my business that I could have taken the reins on and like crushed it even more. I had a I had a decent Q4. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. It was decent, but it could have been much better if I had really had felt good about myself and and had given myself rest. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. And it's really, this episode is really giving way, I should say, or setting the stage for the next few weeks. But I thought that it was important to just have an episode about seasons in your business and why it's important to really start to think about it. Because I think that this is the foundation of what I'm about to talk about. I didn't want to dive into that before explaining the purpose behind it. So I'd encourage you to think about this in your own business. So think about when you know that your business fluctuates year over a year, if there are sale periods that you are creating that momentum or launch periods where you've trained your customers to come to you during that certain time period, or if it's seasonally related back to school or a holiday or a, an actual season, transitional season, if you make product that lends itself to summer, you might be approaching your busy season right now. And I wish you all the best. I, good luck. Because <laughs> I am going to be talking about how to use your downtime, but you can come back to this episode later whenever you are in your valley season. But I want you to start thinking about that. If you're new in your business, just do some research. There's so much information out there. Do some research about your specific niche 
or industry or product type. And honestly, go into chat GPT. I guarantee you there is a lot of valuable information in there that you're going to get from that tool. I have mixed feelings about it, but I think that this is an example of how you can use it to inform your business decisions based on information that's already out there. So do some research and start to think about the next six months in your business and and what you might be expecting. So that's all I have for today. Next week, I'm going to be diving deeper into the first step of my valley slash summer planning. And I think it's going to be a good episode because I am actually living it as we speak, I've been living it the last couple of weeks and it's really ramping up. I had like a near panic attack this week when I was looking ahead at the next few weeks. So maybe I need to pump the brakes a little bit, but I'm going to really talk about exactly what I've been doing the last couple of weeks and for the next few weeks and just kind of walk you through that. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I don't want you to miss an episode. I want you to be on this summer planning journey with me. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me. It truly means the world to me. So I hope you have an awesome week and you crush your sales. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I am so glad that you're here. If you are loving the show, I would be beyond grateful if you would just take a minute to rate and review this podcast just to help spread the word. Now, there's something in it for you too, as a little thank you. If you leave a review, share a screenshot or just share the show to your stories and tag me at product to profit coach on Instagram. You'll be entered to win my new monthly giveaway where you'd win a hot seat coaching call with me. You'd have the option to record it live on this podcast, which not only would be so much fun, but would also give your amazing brand some visibility and you a quick win. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope that you absolutely crush your sales this week.